Welcome to Revenge of the Triforce, a podcast where three millennial nerds talk about whatever they feel like talking about, but mostly nerd stuff, because that's what they are. And if you are too, you'll love this podcast. And even if you're not a nerd, you'll love it too, because it's funny, so just listen to it. You already started listening to it. Why don't you finish something for once in your life? <clears throat> Sorry, I think that was my inner voice talking to myself. Sorry about that. Without further ado, give it up for your hosts, Jeff, Eric, and Tommy. Well, apparently I'm starting us off. Oh, awesome. wake up. Wake, wakey, off, wakey. Off the plane, make me start the show. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. Been up for more than 20 hours. Yeah, you don't get a free pass. We're so excited no. you're back. This is their I'm job. Sure. This is work. <laughs> is. Welcome back to reality. You're back in America. Yeah. You get to sleep. Yeah, they let you back in. We're happy yeah. to hear. Happy to hear that. I'm back from Japan. Back from uh, the Orient. Back from uh, Anime Central. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how does it compare to your other times going to Japan? I know you went to some new places this time. Um, you know, it's it's just as good. I mean, every time I go to Japan is is super cool and find new cool stuff to see and do and people to meet. So um, they're all equally as good. I'm sure. The first time was more of the shock when you first land and you get into Tokyo and you're like, holy shit, this city is nuts. <laughs> but um, no, it was fun. I did some of the smaller cities this time because I've, you know, did the big ones the past few times I've been there. So it was cool to see some more quieter areas of Japan and more of the countryside and more of the samurai area and temples and stuff like that. So. You sound like every word is a struggle to get out right now. Well, yeah. Um, it's, it's just been a long day. It was weird. I was walking around Tokyo, felt like earlier today, but that was really like 24 hours ago. And then I You was traveled forward in time, I think, didn't you? Or did you travel yeah. backward? Yeah, I don't know. My flight wasn't even until 5.30, so I had a... I don't know how time works. Yeah, I don't know how it all you works. Were, you fly backwards, so you fly... Ah. You, fly to the future you actually do back to the future too going to japan and coming back you do the original back to the future where you go back to the future <laughs> okay okay Makes that sense. made no sense perfectly not confusing <laughs> perfectly Part not confusing. No <laughs> that doesn't make sense um, that's good we're well we're excited you're back we had some guest visitors uh hosts so if you haven't listened to those episodes go back and listen Tommy, what have you been up to this past week since we've uh, last spoke? I've had a crazy week on the old TikTok. Uh, I got my first brand deal Ooh. on TikTok. So the last like week or maybe even two weeks, uh, I haven't really posted much on Instagram or TikTok. I got a brand deal. I randomly applied. So TikTok has this creator marketplace where, you know, if you got a company and you want to advertise something, you can recruit TikTok people who have, you know, a bunch of followers. And I've been on it for a while, never had any luck. Randomly saw this one advertisement. It was from TBS, Warner Brothers, uh, the TV station. They're advertising this new show with Bear Grylls. It's a competition show where people compete in like challenges based on, you know, you guys know, are you familiar with Bear Grylls, Man oh, vs. Yeah. Wild? Yeah. yeah. He drank, drank his own pee. He's famous for like eating live animals and shit. Really yep. gross, but cool, fun to watch. Uh, inspiring stuff, lots of fun. And um, they accepted me, 
to make basically a commercial, like a TikTok commercial. It's not, I, I call it a commercial. It's not going to air on TV. It's it's completely for TikTok. But I've been going back and forth with these people, and it was been a really cool experience, but a lot of a lot of stress. I'm used to just creating whatever I want on social media. I post videos that I want to post, and it's kind of an echo chamber. I post it, and people laugh, and they leave comments and say, "Oh, this is great. I can totally relate to this." This was completely different. This is a professional TV station, and the first time I sent in a script to them for this for this idea that I thought was so funny for this new, you know, for advertising this show, they sent it back to me and they were like, "Nope, this sucks. It's not funny. We need you to be funnier. We need you to punch <laughs> this up." And this went back and I mean, they were nice about it, but still, there was like very tough like criticism which i'm just not used to and this we went back wow. and forth i had to redo the script like four times i had to reshoot the actual video three times which was a big headache because i can't film myself in my gym anymore so i had to text my old co-teacher shout out to mr garcia at the school that i no longer work at in chicago i had to go there to film the video but long story short it's finally approved and it's getting posted tomorrow which if you're listening to this it's going to be last week so if you see me on TikTok uh, advertising a show on TBS, that was a, that was a big deal for me. And wow. it, the pay is the pay is pretty good. It's if I get like one of these a month, it will equal what I'm making as a teacher, Jesus. which is amazing. Damn. I'm hoping I'm hoping that I can get more. I don't know if this is like a one time thing, one and done, or if it could lead to more work. So I don't know. I don't want to bore you guys, hey. uh, listeners, with like you know behind the scenes social media stuff. But this was a huge deal for me, and it's been eating up a lot of my free time. So yeah, well, hey, congrats there, sir. That's gonna be that's gonna be huge. It's gonna be seen by pretty much everybody on TikTok, and wow. Well, I'll be we'll be on the lookout. I'm sure you'll be getting a lot of people uh, coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah. of those, a lot of those high school friends, uh, quote unquote. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who's on TikTok and who's not. But... You just put it on TikTok or also Instagram. I know today I'll, Montana I'll... just banned TikTok entirely. Yeah. State. Fucking yeah! And I'm We've sure some other that. states are gonna follow suit. My luck is, as soon as I start, you know, making money, <laughs> the whole country's gonna ban <laughs> TikTok. That's gonna yeah. be my luck. We'll just just, I, mean, I, I know Instagram is at least their stories are quite. Instagram is nipping well. at the heels of TikTok. Yeah, they're trying. They're but, like moving in. They're ready to take over. TikTok as soon as... does get eventually. I, it'll probably just move to Instagram. Yeah, I, like, I, I mean, I'm, in, I'm on Instagram too, but I haven't had any luck with uh, with like brand deals and stuff like that. It's a little harder to make money on Instagram. TikTok is where all the companies are right now. But again, you know, boring business sh- shit. Hey, but big deal for me. That's pretty awesome. Well, well, pretty cool. oh, next week when this gets published, you uh, you know, we could we could be looking at a, a future star here. I think that's the case. Everyone's going to tune in here, tune in on TikTok, and then uh, we each get an equal third, I think. Or Jeff gets a little less. I don't need to be a star. I just want to <laughs> be able to afford vacations every summer. <laughs> oh, for sure. Which for we sure. can actually do now because I, get, because I got this deal. Literally, my wife and I were talking. We're like, wow, we can actually go on vacation and not have to stress if you if this goes through. So yeah. Well, that's what's important to me is just being a, being able to go on trips. And fucking buy another uh, Zelda game when it comes Maybe out. Maybe I yeah, buy one more <laughs> Zelda game. Maybe I'll even get to pre-order it next time. Hey, Eric, aren't you uh, aren't you gonna play the first quarter of that game before you quit? I haven't. Got, I played it for three hours. I haven't touched it since. I've been. Uh, I was streaming some Rocket League the other night. 
um, on yes, Eric is now streaming on TikTok, yeah. live streaming, just I, with the camera pointed at the screen. Yeah, and I think I made fifty six cents. I was so proud of it for no nice. reason. I'm just sitting. I don't even think I was there. I think I like went to go eat food and I left it streaming. And somebody was like, "Isn't that crazy that you can just make money doing something that you would already be doing?" Yes, playing around. It's so ridiculous. I mean, I I keep exchanging because the way again now that we're trying to make the whole episode about TikTok, but. You can get like gifts and roses and stuff, and most of them equal like one cent. So they can send right. you a whole bunch or send it all at once, whatever. Uh, I keep exchanging that. Any money I get, like I think I made maybe like 20 bucks so far. Uh, I just exchange it for like coins back to the system to give back out because I'm like, fuck, now I got to deal with if it If it got to a point where I'm sure it is going to get with you, Tommy, it's like, fuck, I'm going to have to like file taxes for TikTok. Like how? Yeah. <laughs> Like TurboTax is gonna be like, wait, what did you do now? You you made uh, you know six hundred dollars off of doing what? Well, congratulations, three hundred of that goes back to the country, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's so, nuts. So uh, it's been fun. That's all I've been doing. I've been sitting around. I played a little bit of Zelda, Jeff. I know you're probably uh, getting hungry. I'm just waiting for you to give up in the next week or so, so I can just. Take oh yeah, it I've already given up. I've played three hours, and uh, <laughs> I'll I'll come back to it though. I need to like. The work week needs to end. I feel like I can't just like jump back into it um, at night. Yeah, I gotta like set a time and date for it, and it is really exciting. I really enjoy what I'm playing so far. See, my Let's brother, put... he's playing the new um, Star Wars Survivor game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he's a lawyer and stuff all day. So I, why, why don't you? Why do you have to have specific gaming times where? <laughs> what? That doesn't make well, any sense. Like, well, I gotta wait till the end of the week to play the game. Like, what? Because there's can't a lot of other fun, exciting shit I'd rather do, like go outdoors <laughs> while it's nice out. It has been very nice. <laughs> I don't. Uh, my life does not revolve around the video game. So, where'd you? Did you go biking? You go hiking? What'd you do? Yeah, go to the gym. Go on walks with the pups. A couple miles. Absolutely. Get outdoors. You walk the dogs. You walked your dogs. Yep. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Exciting. Well, we can't all uh, get to we, not buying we, it. Jeff yeah, we don't we don't get so to stay up every we don't <laughs> we, we don't get to stay up every night till four in the morning. We don't get to stay up every night till four in the morning playing video games like Jeff. I you know, we've got audience <laughs> audience, this is what I deal with. I listen, they're like two brothers, they just bicker. Yep. Playing WoW, I see him on Neither. Discord all night. They have no yeah. respect for each other, Jeff. <laughs> this is Jeff. Morning, Mary. if you're if you're sleeping. Yep. I, I yeah, I go to bed at a decent hour. <laughs> I go to yeah. bed like a normal corporate human being. Uh, but hey, it's almost summertime. Yes. And yes. Tommy, I know you're getting excited. You've only got a couple weeks left of school, and then you're quote unquote a free man. I have two weeks left. Of- uh, two and a half, two weeks plus two days, and the next big thing I got coming up is field day, which is a big day for the gym teacher at the old elementary school. You, you yeah. guys remember field day? Yes. Outside for almost we don't spend the whole day outside. I spend the whole day outside. The kids spend half the day outside doing water games and water balloons and obstacle courses and shit. So I got that to look forward to, and then I am done. And I just I want to talk about summer vacation Mm. and my first question for you guys so like i i always had summer obviously everybody has summer vacation in in america generally through you know age 
18, if you go to college, you, you know, you get maybe 22 or whatever, but then you get a job and the reality sets in and now suddenly you're working year round. But for me, I went right into teaching. So like, I've never not had a break to look forward to. I mean, I work my ass off teachers. We work extremely hard for, you know, nine, 10 months out of the year. So we really need that time off, but like, I can't imagine not having that. And I don't know, like, yeah. what is that like? What is that like <laughs> to not have summer? But I mean, obviously you yeah. guys have, you, you have, you schedule some time off, you go on vacations and stuff, but you have to go to work in July and August. How do you do that? Yeah. How do you do that? Uh, great question. We have to like ask permission to take time off. First of all, I know that's nuts. <laughs> which which is which just, it does suck. And then you got to kind of plan ahead because you know not everybody can be out at the same time. So you got to check the calendar of who's in, who's out. But it it does make it a little bit tough. I mean, you know, most of the trips I take are typically with family or you know maybe some friends or something like that. So you got to kind of coordinate schedules and how much time does everybody have off and like, Hey, I can get out there for a couple days. Someone else can maybe go for a week, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Cause I'm thinking that ahead. sounds awful. It is. It is awful. <laughs> like I, the first, I haven't even booked a trip yet and it's just about June. I'm like, damn, I really need to just, I haven't even taken more than maybe like one or two days off so far this year. I just been working That's... since January. <laughs> that is no way to live. I know. So so yes, it's not the most fun, and then realizing you've got like thirty years left of it before you get to retire, and then like you're yeah. too, too old to go on a jet ski, and you're gonna like destroy yourself. Uh, it's it's kind of let depressing. me uh, let me get this straight, Jeff. Let me get this straight, Jeff. To you now, just let me understand this. You get up. Let's say it's like July second. It's ninety degrees outside. You get up in the morning, and you have to go to work. How the fuck do you do that? Jeff, how do you do that? Go on my computer. So, I mean, I'll set my computer up on the patio. I know, Eric, you do this. Okay, okay. Well. Okay, um, so you get to so, go outside. Yeah. Um, and then normally for like lunch, I'll go on a bike ride um, for like okay. an hour, clear my head. And then, you know, in the summer, companies tend to kind of slow down a bit. So, okay. like, a lot of companies now are adopting either Friday completely off or Fridays are, like, half days. I know I've heard about that. Our company, working. you know, they – it's – sometimes it's just a full Friday off and sometimes it's just, like, a half day. Um, and then during the week, it's just – you're just done a little earlier. So, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, you like – You know, what are you supposed to – I mean, like, Tommy, you're not – just sitting outside by yourself every single day in the summer. No, and I, I and I do work. I mean, I I teach swimming you know, lessons, so it's not so, it's it's work, but it's not work. It's you know, I'm I in mean, the I, pool. I don't mind like working during the day when everyone else is. I mean, no one's going to be like, "Hey, you want to go have some beers on Tuesday?" Uh, I would. What the fuck are you talking about? I would. In the afternoon. I was just about uh, to ask you if you want to have beers on Tuesday in I'm June. In. I'm in. I'll call in sick. <laughs> yeah, so it's not that bad. And then with, you know, the light days on Fridays, you know, you can, Eric, I know we, uh, not last summer, but the summer before then, we would do like the Sunny Acres things on Thursday. So you we'd still do stuff during the week. And, you know, you got a little bit of a lighter day Friday, so you don't have to be too careful on Thursday. And then you got the weekend. It's not, you know, it's not that 
terrible. Yeah, and this this is going to sound awful, but thanks to COVID and working from home all the time now, it it does lighten the load uh, of like not feeling like I'm cooped up in an office all day. Because pre-COVID, for however many years I was working before, uh, I was in an office five days a week. So you really yeah. look forward to those summer or just any time off. Doesn't matter if it's summer or not, but taking that a couple days, taking a week and like getting the hell out of there, not having to deal with traffic and the commute and like the same old, same old. So working from home, like Jeff said, yeah, there's times I'll just sit out in meetings on, uh, on the deck or I'll just, it makes it so much doable. It makes work more bearable and you're actually a bit more productive because you're like, Hey, at least I get to sit outside and yeah, you know, I get to enjoy the nice weather. And so it actually, surprisingly, I think some people, put out better work in the summer than they do. So I have a feeling I know where you guys stand on this issue, but that makes me think of this this whole work from home. It's kind of become a bit of a controversy now because a lot of companies want people to get up, get dressed up, you know, get your ass back in the office. COVID's over. And uh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk just said the other day, he said that you people who work from home on your laptops, you're living in la la land. It it can't last. This was Elon Musk, you know. genius that he is Mr. what do you how do you guys feel about this i have a feeling i mean I, you kind of just said how you feel about it but like is he should elon musk go suck a dick or or is there some truth to what he's saying that like people need to get back to the office how do you what do you think about that yeah so here's, here's my take my yep. Eric, you yep. can, go um go ahead he can go suck a dick um <laughs> he's a martyr he's like uh um, good 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 you know, he's a workaholic like I, my, my younger brother and my dad, they work seven days a week. All, that's all they do. They don't know anything else. And that's fine. They, you know, good for them. There's always a saying, you either live to work or you work to live. So everyone's a little different. But Ooh, that's good. My uh, my older brother, his, his wife and stuff, they work in more of the tech industry. My mentors and consulting for uh, technology companies and stuff. And, um, you know, there's been multiple studies done that... You know, working from home breeds better employees, breeds better work. Um, because we're not, happier. And if you're happier, you're you happy, probably you know, work harder. Employees, you get uh, better work. And they actually, um, they tend to work longer because of it, surprisingly. When they're at the office and they leave, you know, 445, whatever, they get out of there, you don't hear from them again until they're in the next day. When they're at home, they tend to still respond to emails late into the evening. They'll you're not sitting in a car for hours, too. No. and uh, literally you have more time to work if you need to. Yeah, when you when you get proper sleep and you have more time to do things that are enjoyable for you and you're not wasting that time driving and all that, it provides, you know, better creativity within the office. I mean, it's it's been nothing but beneficial. And you can look at, you know, um, uh, research done by like Deloitte, which is a huge consulting firm, Accenture, they've all basically gone remote fully for the most part. They have offices, you know, like shared spaces, Pearson Education, a lot of these companies, you know, found value in it. Big companies like Apple who spent stupid amount of money on these giant dumb campuses. Yeah, they want yeah. people to come in because they spent all this stupid money when they knew technology even before Don't COVID. Don't you want to come to our... <laughs> Apple <laughs> she's, been, she's been working from home before COVID. The, the, we got pizza. Yeah. 
Trying to oh, lure you um, back in. <laughs> Eric, are you in La La Land or is Elon Musk full of shit? Are you so, working from home? You're living in La La Land or, or is Elon Musk just no, full of shit? No, it's... There definitely is a benefit to working from home. Elon Musk can suck a dick, but there are definitely oh, right. there are definitely the some page. benefits to going back to the office a little bit. I think, um, I think at the very least, like hybrid is something that could be good, right? Like I enjoy, I personally miss going to the office because I would talk to a lot of people. Like, didn't even matter if they were in my department or not. Nowadays, I really only talk to like my section, my group, where one of the fun parts of being in the office was when you're walking to and from the break room or walking out to your car, like you'll always bump or run into somebody and just spark up a yeah. chat. And that was kind of nice. Social piece. And and also like I work in IT and there's some people where like I can't tell what they're up to all fucking day. Like they're not, you know, doing their work. They're not getting stuff done and they claim they're so busy and they're in meetings and stuff, but it's like if we were in an office right now, like I would be able to look over and see what the fuck you're up to. <laughs> You'd be sending each other TikToks. Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, hey, at least let's get our work done and then let's fuck around on TikTok, you know. But uh, so there, there's kind of a, a give and take to it. I do enjoy going back to the office every once in a while, but my whole team is spread throughout the U.S. now instead of local. So there's yeah. really no no reason. I, I, I agree with Jeff, though. They're like, they spent all this fucking money on buildings and real estate and like rent, you know, leasing. Yeah. And they're, they're just pissed I mean, off and they want people to go back for no reason. It also, it allows people, I mean, the, the industry is going to change quite a bit soon with, you know, AI. We've talked about that. There was the big um, Senate meeting yesterday with ChatGPT and all that. I don't know if you guys watched that at all. It was, it was pretty interesting. No, that sounds very boring. Uh, well, no, I mean, it's would not watch they're going to do because Congress is actually for once concerned about it, like both sides, uh, that it's, you know, kind of a game changer. But with remote work, like, for instance, I'm looking for something new. Um, but before you would just have to look within your surrounding area of where you live. True. That's no. it. Now, now you can work anywhere. You extend my network through the entire us so i have more opportunities you can go work in japan jeff and not even leave your well, no I mean, <laughs> I mean i guess you could but you'd have to be on a totally different time schedule here i just made a commercial for tbs in the east coast i gotta post it at 10 a.m est tomorrow and i had, I had to figure out myself what time that is here so i gotta post it hour day ahead yeah but no it it's good for people who you know, uh, are looking for something new because now they can look all over the place. And some people work better in an office. Some people don't. My I think a lot of it just and they, they have to work in an office. They my boss tried bringing me into the office and it lasted like a week. I get super distracted. I talk yeah, to yeah. people. I don't get anything done. And then when I'm just at my place, just on my computer, I have no distraction. I just get my shit done. I listen to a podcast and I just go. Yeah. So I just think to play just, devil's advocate just different. a tiny bit here, just a tiny bit, because I'm on I'm on the same side as you guys, but um, I think a lot of it depends on if you have kids at home, like because like my wife works from home. She's a she designs closets. Um, she's very good at what she does, but it is so hard for her to get any work done with two five year olds running around the house because they are constantly, especially because I get. She tells me all the time. She's like, you get to go to work. Like I consider it like this burden that I have to go to work because you can't really teach. I, I was a remote worker for a little bit during COVID and it sucked. Like teaching is not something you can do 
remotely. It was horrible. But now I'm back in the school and she's like, you get to leave the house every day. Like, I wish I had some time away from the house. And so I think it does for some people, I think if there are if there are people out there who do prefer going to work i think i have a feeling that a lot of them are are parents because it's hard to work at home when you got little little ones running around oh yeah oh, I bet. especially if they're not in school yet yep and again i think it just depends on the person and what you're looking for and yeah if you want more of a hybrid thing there's jobs out there for hybrid if you're someone who needs to be in an office there's still those available and if you're someone you know eric's a more hybrid and my younger brothers are more in office I'm more just fully remote. There's those options now, and I think having the options is is great, opposed to not having them. All right, so we're all on the same page. Eat shit, Elon Musk, but please send me a Tesla. I will <laughs> gladly accept the Tesla because I my brother-in-law just got one. Those things are badass. I okay, whatever. I would like one for free then, just <laughs> in case it falls apart. But anyway, we're talking about work, and we're supposed to be talking about summer summer yeah. vacation. Summer. Summer. Coming up. Um, I get to go on vacation this summer for like the first time in a couple of years, and I'm very excited. We are going the cheap route, and we are driving, and we're driving to Texas because we got oh. some friends down there living in the old DFW area who Texas, have a really sweet. Would drive into Texas. Well, it's we got friends there. I would not go to Texas if we didn't know people there. And they have a sweet pool, amazing pool. And I, I don't, I don't hate Texas. I like, te- I love the food. The food in Texas is what, like, that's what I keep going back for. Um, but also, we got friends there, and we're gonna stop on the way. We're gonna stop at a lake. I don't know where. I'm open to suggestions. If either of you know a lake, I know there's lots of lakes between Illinois and Texas, especially in like Missouri. So. If anybody has any suggestions or tips of where to stop, we have two five-year-olds, so keep that in mind. Don't say Nashville, um, because <laughs> we're not going to like go out and get drunk Hell with yeah. our two five-year-olds. Um, Nashville, I heard that's a good spot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it is a great spot, but not for like families. I would love to take my wife there sometime, but you know, I two five-year-olds. So we go to a lake. We got so basically, we just want to get wet. We're gonna we're just gonna be wet for a whole. Ooh week and a half two weeks we're gonna go swimming in the lake and then we're gonna go to texas swim in the pool and we're gonna eat a shitload of barbecue what about you guys jeff (laughs) you just went on a big trip trip of a lifetime that you've done multiple times but uh, (laughs) i'm happy you know i don't like going on too many trips in the summer because in the midwest this is like our big time so um i tend to like being around here and enjoying like lake houses that are you know, sitting out at that counts as a vacation. Backyards. Lake house counts as a vacation, at least for me. You go to <laughs> Dave Bennett's lake. Dave Bennett was our guest last week. Parents have a sweet lake house up at what lake is that? It's in Indiana, right? It is. Yeah. I have yet to be there, but I know you guys go hang out there every summer, what? and every what summer you office? invite me, and I keep. I I just can't do it. But one of these days, one of these summers, I'm going to get up there. Eric, what about you? Yeah, I don't have any official plans yet, but I plan on taking a golf trip or trying to get down to Florida. Like, the options are open. I just need to book something, and I want to take a week off and just go somewhere. I don't know where it is. Um, But I definitely want to try to golf. I definitely want to... I would love to go to Florida. I mean, even if I just go to, like, Disney for a day. Jeff, I know we've been trying to plan forever uh, to get to Disney together. Um, so I'm ready, man. options, been... yeah, options are open. So I might be talking with you soon offline and seeing what, uh, maybe if there's a week or a long weekend or something and head down Go to down Florida to car and drive up. Yep. 
And uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of the game plan. Just maybe try to go somewhere warm, somewhere nice, somewhere tropical, or at the very least, go to like a golf resort and just like drink and hang out and uh, you know have fun and golf. That's that's kind of the big plan. Love it. And maybe camp out in my backyard. I don't know. I don't know. Options are endless. That's a little vacay, a little mini vacay. It is. Yeah, I go camping <laughs> with my niece. I hope to go. We again. camped in my uh, parents' backyard. Just uh... <laughs> yeah, we, should, you know, we should just do that again this summer, just for. No, I did last summer. Is what I'm saying. And then <laughs> I was gonna. Yes, I was gonna bring up our old campouts. Remember? Ooh, so yeah. in middle school, we used to end the school year every year. We'd get together at my parents' house. Obviously, it was back then. I just referred to it as my house because I live there. But we would set up tents. And we would set up Nintendo 64 in the tent, which that is a that was a feat back then because we had the big ass heavy TVs we had to haul out there. It took probably took two of us working in teams. Extension cord from the house. Nintendo 64. <laughs> it was just a huge. I don't know how there was. I don't think there was room to sleep in these tents because there was just cords everywhere. And we would play Mario Kart, Star Fox, Smash Brothers in the tent outside. I don't know what the point of being outside was at that point. Like, if you got all the <laughs> electronics, we probably should have just... But the other thing we would do, which is very rebellious of us, and I'm surprised we never got in trouble, is we would take all our homework from our book bag, we would empty it out, and we would burn that shit. Oh, yeah. Because we were rebels. Same. We were rebels. Yeah, me and my cousin uh, Dan did that as well. We would save it up all year long and then just... Our, we would typically do a camp before school starts as opposed to the end of the school year. We usually did it in August. So we would like save it all up and yeah, burn the shit out of it. So much ash. <laughs> Those were good times. That end of the end of the year camp out was a tradition. Yeah, I feel like, you know, gr us growing up in the 90s, I know we've done episodes. Obviously, our last episode was specific to the 90s. But we've we've talked about how much fun the '90s were, and I got to ask you guys a question. But like, what were some of those go-to memories you guys had of growing up? Like summer vacations here, you're out of school, you're you really don't have any responsibilities, you're living off of your parents for a while, right? And uh, mm -hmm. you know, like the options are endless, and like you you have this whole what two three month span of just like fucking around. And so Tommy. Walk us through some of your, you know, kind of go-tos and some of your favorites of uh, the 90s in the summer. Oh, my God. Swimming. Just Ooh. all summer. I didn't care. I still, to this day, I love swimming. I teach swimming lessons every summer, and it's a way for me to just get paid doing something I absolutely love. It does not feel like work when I'm in a pool, anytime I'm in water. And when I was a kid, it didn't matter. You could put me in a 12 by 12 three foot deep above ground pool. It could be 50 degrees, the water. I did not care. I would get in there. I would have a blast. I'd bring my toys in there. I wore a full face mask instead of regular goggles because I didn't like getting water. I didn't like the feeling of water in my nose. I still don't. I wear regular goggles now, but back then I just, I would, I look like a freaking scuba diver and I would just have a blast. My mom used to go visit um, her sister in Michigan um in the summertime and she would take me and my brother and it was as vacations go pretty boring there wasn't a lot to do they lived in like this really tiny little rural town but they had an above ground pool in their backyard so it was like heaven for me and my brother we had a blast it was freezing cold it was like 60 degrees in that pool oh, <laughs> it took yeah. us like i remember we used to have to jump in 
and like just go crazy, you know, like swim laps just to warm up. It took like 30 minutes of doing that just before we were like used to the water. But we were just in heaven. And then the the big one, the big pool, you guys probably remember, is the West Chicago uh, swimming pool that oh, was man. built. Oh, we were kids. It was pretty new. Yes. I think it was built in like the mid-90s. Yes. I you guys re- remember that one? I remember So that. West Chicago... Yeah. West Chicago is like 45 minutes west of actual Chicago. Anyone listening, it's very confusing. It's not in the actual city, but it's a, it's this little suburb, and they built this huge pool with like it's a zero depth pool. It's got two awesome water slides, and it was just really really cool. And I remember going there. We got season passes, me and my brother and my dad, and we would go there. And there was this grown man who was. Um, uh, he had a, he was like mentally challenged. He was like a you know, cognitive impairment type guy. And he was there every day swimming in a white t-shirt. Oh my gosh. Was his name he, Dan? I don't remember his name because we just called him the wee guy. Oh yeah. Okay. Because he, he would go up to the top of the water slide and he would go down the slide and the entire way down, he'd yell, wee, wee, <laughs> just so the, the entire pool could hear him so much joy like yeah. everybody everybody loved this do you remember him yeah you Am just I? you unlocked a memory i think his name was dan he always wore he like was a very t-shirt, well known uh and he would just literally run up the steps to the slide over yes. and over, over and, and over all day yes. <laughs> and shit. we just i never we never talked to him we just knew him as the we guy because he would just say we and he was everybody loved him he the, he was good friends with the staff yeah I think he had a mustache. Like like I said, grown man. Yeah, yeah. Fully grown. <laughs> grown up. Yeah, this is a grown but up. But we would see him every summer. We just referred to him as the wee guy. It was always a treat, <laughs> you know. Guys, I went to the pool. I took my kids there this last summer. It hasn't changed. The pool has they've added a couple different slides. They've added a big playground. It's it's actually bigger now. It's but the rest of it, like the stuff that we remember is still there. Guess who we saw oh my on the God. slide? No. He's still there. We st- Dan. <laughs> oh my and God. he has not changed. He looks the same. I think his hair is gray now. Yeah. But he is still there and he is still riding that same slide. I don't think he ever stopped. Man. I think on. they have to forcefully escort him off <laughs> there at the end of the season. I don't know what he does during the winter, but I'm sure he's like the first one there every summer. He is still there. I am not kidding. Oh my God. That's uh, we guy. That's got to be some kind of a record. But hey, oh, if, we, yeah. if we could all love and enjoy something as much as that guy loves riding those slides, like Dan, oh, absolutely, it would be a much better world. But I, yeah, I remember, I remember West Chicago. I, I, we grew, or I grew up in Carroll Stream ish area. Jeff is kind of right next door, but we would go to like the Carroll Stream pool growing up. It's yeah. same, same kind of thing. Yeah. Like go there for the slides, the concession stand, and once you're old enough for like your parents to drop you off and like get picked up, it was so cool. Oh yeah, nothing um, better. But yeah, no, I, I the pools were awesome. I just I just loved um like the nighttime in the nineties, right? Like the internet's not really there yet. It kind of is, kind of isn't. But like our parents like shoot us out of the house, like go outside and play, right? And we would be mm-hmm. outside until Basically, they would have to come find us or, like, yell at us to come in. But we were, like, not saying too far away within an earshot. But I remember playing, like, games outside, like Ghosts in the Graveyard at night. Oh, yeah. That was a really fun game to play. For those of you that don't know, it's, like, hide-and-seek, and and there's, like, a safe space. And just just Google Ghosts in the Graveyard. It was a really fun game. I'm sure maybe some kids play it today. I don't know. 
but um, just like outdoor running around, like having bonfires or like some parent would have a bonfire. We just kind of make s'mores and shit, but just kind of the endless amounts of like, we get to stay up late. We get to just goof off and have fun with our friends. And of course, Jeff, I know I'm going to touch on something here is we loved running around making home videos, like just roll (laughs) that camera. We've talked about on previous episodes, but roll that camera, run around and just fuck around and just have a good time. And it was just like, those were, those were definitely the first couple of memories, just playing games, the pool, like you mentioned, Tommy, and then like filming home movies. Nothing beats it. Jeff, what about you? Yeah. I I remember some of those movies. Pretty much touched on everything. <laughs> Video game. I mean, that. sleepovers, right? Like getting to have more sleepovers. Yeah, sleepovers were big. Um, I know you and I had a bunch of those. Tommy, I know we would go down into your um, your basement quite a bit. Have sleepovers there, or, or in the um, you know the campouts in the back. Well, hold on, Jeff. Oh. Hold on. No, <laughs> nobody had a better sleepover setup than you with your loft in your bedroom. You Jeff had a loft. Up. Yeah, in his bedroom, you climb up there, and there's like a mattress up there, I think, or maybe a sleeping bag or whatever. But it was, it was fucking sweet. Yeah, Yeah. and Eric would also bring the little TV up there. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because he's like, oh, I need a TV. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was like some portable TV. I think it even had like the antennas on it. I think it got like just basic antenna channels. I went home. I don't think I ever told you this, Jeff, but the first time I saw your loft, I don't remember how old I was. I was probably like young because we were friends from a young age, but I went home. I told my dad about it. I was like, listen, I need a loft. Um, I'm going <laughs> to move out if you don't make a loft. And I, I was like, listen, we can do it. The attic is above my room. You just got to drill a hole. Okay. Drill a hole in the ceiling. Um, put some insulation up there. Yep. We can build a ladder. I need a loft in my bedroom because yeah. Jeff has it and it's amazing. And I never got a loft. Yeah. The loft was a was a big hit. We'd have what do we have? Nerf wars up there. We'd set the camera on the door. We'd duct tape it to the door. Yep. Run the cord all the way up to the loft with the little TV. Yep. Um. Yeah. I just you know we were we were on swim teams, so we swam quite a bit. And I know Eric would dread the days. <laughs> he would come <laughs> over because we'd play we'd play on like the computer. I remember one day in particular we were playing that dinosaur hunting game and then you heard my mom scream we gotta go to the swim meet and Eric's like god damn it I don't want to swim oh god Did she make any of the cousins who were like spending the night swim yeah yeah I remember that and it was like I had to get up early and Eric, like I don't even think I had a swimsuit I think I just borrowed one of your guys's and they're like yep you're gonna go in the pool and you're gonna swim and then you're gonna watch them do their swim meet like it was like it was free swim, free play before the meet, and then they set up all the fucking thing, you know, like the the lanes and stuff. Uh, and then I just had to sit there and watch, and I was just like so fucking bored watching. This. See, I never swam competitively, and I think that's why I loved it so much. Nobody yeah. forced me to do it. Yeah, I just wanted to do the fun part of it, which was the free swim, and let's get the basketball splash around, around. Splash around. cannonballs, we have the, the super soaker fights too. Oh yeah, gosh, super Ooh, yeah. soakers. I, I know they're still kind of big, but not as big as, like, listen, guys and gals and everybody that listens. Like, they just came out in the 90s. Like, this mm-hmm. was brand new technology that we were just... <laughs> and, of course, you know, in comparison, we had, you know, the kind of the nice, decent, small to medium-sized super soakers. 
we go. Well, over, I had the big fucker. Well, yeah. You, I, oh, I know you did. And then you go to Jeff's house too, and it's like some. Hold on, we got to put this on a platform because it's got two yeah. giant cannons. It, or the backpack. Remember the yeah, oh you God, wear the, the tanks on your back. Yeah. Yes, and just Wait, the amazing. Uh, big steps in super soaker technology happened in the mid to late nineties. Yeah, here I, really exploded. Here I am with like the tiny pistols. Like, I got actually like squeezed the triggers a whole bunch to get super a soaker bit of... warfare made <laughs> made big steps. It was like the it was yeah super soaker was yeah. like our Oppenheimer back then. Water balloons, fucking slip and slides. I mean, just getting together. I mean, I think you guys we all grew up with some really fun neighbors. Um, Tommy, I don't know about you, but I'm sure you had some neighbors or friends that you hung out with or ran around the neighborhood no. with no okay it was just jeff <laughs> just jeff i grew up i grew up in unincorporated west chicago we had no sidewalks and we had no neighbor. we had neighbors but they were like so far away we yeah. had, we had like five acres so, of so tommy played land. with his imaginary friends and that's cool too. I, <laughs> I had to be driven out to carroll street yeah. to go hang out with you guys that's very true but it was just like so fun like that that's I think it's still the case, right? Like I, I live in a neighborhood. There's a lot of kids, and like I see it now. Oh, yeah. Like they love playing on the playground. They mm-hmm. seem to hang out and ride bikes and stuff. And I feel like some of that is coming back a little bit. Like, you know, I, I'm not a parent, but I know there's yeah. a lot of like tablets and screens and like, can I just stay inside? No. It's like get the fuck outside and play. No, you're you're absolutely right. My kids love just going outside, even if it's just for 30 minutes every day. And their favorite thing right now is collecting rocks. Oh yeah, you know, like right. so. Yeah, kids, kids love their screens. They love the tablets, but they don't need them. Right. And it's important as a parent, especially to me, and especially to Mary. She's like huge on this. She, our kids don't even have a tablet yet. It's like you, if you take it away and you force them to go outside, they will do the same stuff that we used to do. They love collecting rocks. They love looking at bugs. They love digging around in the dirt. And they love going to see our neighbors. They'll just run right up and say hi and be like, what are you doing? And yeah. I'm sure it's probably annoying to some of the older kids or like these two five-year-olds <laughs> running up to them, oh, interrupting God, their basketball game. But they love it. They're little social butterflies when they get out there. So Yeah. Guy, you just unlocked another memory. Running around chasing lightning bugs and like putting them in these little carrying Ooh, cases. Yeah. God. That's one thing we did have in, in unincorporated West Chicago. We had a lot of lightning bugs we used to <laughs> And a lot catch them of, and put them in jars. Yes, a lot of fucking mosquitoes too in the Midwest. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. sure everywhere, but damn. Oh, and chiggers too. And chiggers. All about yeah. that. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my wife still talks about the time we had a, a bonfire in my parents' backyard after we had just had a bunch of flooding back there. And when there's flooding, you don't just get the mosquitoes; you get the chiggers, which are I think I don't think they fly. I think they live in the grass, and they literally. They're like so small, they crawl on your feet and lay eggs, I'm told, according to the doctor. And my wife broke out in this huge like rash all over her body. And it was just these tiny little bumps. They look like little tiny mosquito bites. She was miserable for like a week after. She had to go to the doctor and get steroid cream. Oh, God. (laughs) For for this chiggers infection or attack or whatever you call it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the bugs were pretty intense. Ugh. I mean, like, it, it was just fun. It was loaded with outdoor activities. You know, we didn't have smartphones. We weren't even old enough to really have a phone yet. Um, you know, I, th- I feel like I played a lot of sports back then, like just getting together with some friends in the neighborhood and playing, like, baseball, basketball, didn't matter what it was. Uh, listening to music, like, oh, God. One thing I just thought of was fucking ice cream trucks. 
Like that was the, that was the big deal back then. Was like, holy shit, mom, I hear it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that it's, still happens. Yeah. That still happens. And you got to find a way to like stop the truck, but also go run and get your mom because I don't have anything like money, and it's in like my piggy bank that I can't open or take out. So like, you know, yeah. stop the truck, get your parent. Hopefully they'll say yes and coordinate that. And who knows who the fuck was driving those trucks around? I think they're all kind of cool people, but you never know. We had an ice cream truck come through our neighborhood. I think it was last week, and he was like, "We we were outside with the boys, and we heard him coming. We saw him at the end of the road. He saw my kids. My kids were going nuts. They're like waving at him, running towards the road. He saw them, turned around, starts driving down our street, and he drove right past us. Oh. I'm ass. like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you not see the two little adorable kids here waving at he? I don't know where he was going, but like it was a total yeah. tease because he stopped, turned around, act like he was like he was coming to us, and then he drove right past us. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to literally wave the cash at him to get him to stop nowadays, but I feel like it used to be easier to get the. I feel like the ice cream man used to just automatically stop anytime he saw children. Yeah, like this just- guy was like, nope. Yeah. Show me the money. And usually they would hang out there for a while. Like just more and more kids yeah. would just come out of the, they would come from streets and backyards away and just come and flock to this truck. And, you know, you get a delicious little screwball. You get the SpongeBob face or the Mickey face or the Ninja Turtles face, I guess, back then. Uh, yeah. That was a big hit. But fuck yes. Oh, my God. And like the rollerblading. School, yeah. Oh, my God. I just, all these memories are coming back. They're flooding back to me, Jeff. Mm-hmm. They're flooding back. Capture the flag. Jeff's yes. asleep. <laughs> yeah, we rocked him back to sleep. He's so, ladies and gentlemen, as he said earlier, he's been up for over twenty-four hours. So we forced him to come <laughs> to the podcast to tell us all about that and unlock these memories with them. So we appreciate it, Jeff. You're you're here. We're happy to have you back. Let's put it that way. The, I know the, the trio's back. Have... What are you going to do immediately that. after this? What's the plan? I immediately. <laughs> He's he's already, he's already there. He's already laying in bed. <laughs> Love that. Well, boys, this was a fun episode. Getting back to it. So thank you everybody for joining us. And let's do some shout-outs. Tommy, you talked a lot about TikTok. Let people know where they can find you. Yeah, Angry Gym Teacher. Uh once this whole branded thing goes through, I'm gonna I got some got some ideas. I'm gonna start posting again regularly. You know, my page has been kind of dead for the past couple weeks. But yeah, Angry Gym Teacher, Instagram, TikTok, sometimes Facebook. Nice. And Jeff, we're excited to have you join us on the Instagram world. So now we can get you tagged in posts and we can. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jeff took tons and tons of pictures of his trip to Japan that you can go check out. And uh, Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I need to go look at that. Yeah. I've been, I've been keeping up to date. I've been, I've been peeking on those. A little Peking duck. Is that some, is that Japanese? That's, I don't know. I think that's Chinese. Well, fuck. All right. Don't cancel <laughs> me, folks. Um, well, everybody, thank you for joining us. You can find us online. We'll post on social media and our accounts, and you can find us at RotPod as well. Um, but anyways, Jeff, why don't you do us the honors of introducing our very good friend for his very fun segment? Well, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here's <laughs> the, the energy. You may think it's a good idea to cover your penis in peanut butter, but one lick, two lick, three lick, chop. How many licks does it take to get to the center of your lollipop?